This is the Fi After 40 podcast, a show where I dive into the FIRE movement to see what financial independence is all about. I'll share the steps I've taken to start my journey toward becoming financially independent. And along the way, I'll bring in others who are on a path of their own. You'll hear stories and advice from people who have reached their version of Fi, and from those like me who are still finding their way. This is a show for anyone who wants to learn, grow, and connect with others. This is 5 After 40. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ben. You are listening to the 5 After 40 podcast, episode number six. So for today's topics, uh, I've got a few things I want to walk through. Um, I'd like to talk about a couple of the recent blog posts I put up on my website, 5after40.com. Um, one of those uh, is talking about how critical it is to attack your expenses and the impact that has on um, achieving your financially independent number. So we'll walk through some of the examples I have from that article. Uh, I also want to talk through um, a piece I put up that uh, really uh, outlines what's driving me towards FI. Um, and so I'll kind of outline some of my answers as to what is pushing me in that direction. Why is that something I'm pursuing? Uh, and finally, I want to spend some time just reflecting on my first month of uh, both blogging and hosting this podcast, uh, putting this website together, um, fiveafter40.com. Um, it's been uh, 30 days since I went live with that and just wanted to share my thoughts on how that's gone so far. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast and you are enjoying what you hear, definitely leave a review. Um, I've, I've mentioned that before, um, kind of a standard plug for um, getting those reviews and uh, ratings on iTunes, Apple Podcast uh, now, um, Spotify, whatever service really you're listening to. Um, just take a quick second to, to put a review out there that really helps me out and provide some feedback. Um, also, you can reach out to me through social media. Um, I've got uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can get me at, at after 40 and I would love to hear from you. Before jumping into the bulk of the episode, I did want to take a second to uh, just give a shout out to a few websites that actually featured my content this week, which was really cool. Um, I had gotten some emails from a couple different websites, uh, just letting me know that um, I was among their featured articles of, of the day. So um, campfirefinance.com uh, is a website that features content from over 800 personal finance websites, blogs, and podcasts. So they feature um, usually two articles a day and mine was um, a couple days ago. Uh, my uh, article revealing my Wi-Fi password was featured. Um, and then a day later, personalfinanceblogs.com um, featured the same article. Um, so they are similar uh, in that they're a, kind of a personal finance curation site. Um, they put out different um, personal finance articles from across the web. So um, they featured my article the day after. And um, one of those days, I also was included in something kind of cool. It's uh, Frugality and Freedom's um, Australian FI Weekly piece. Um, so frugalityandfreedom.com is a website and um, they have different bloggers come on and kind of highlight uh, other blogs that they've read and um, from different parts of the world. So um, they uh, primarily highlight Australian bloggers. Um, so Mitchell from Highway to Retirement actually came on. Um, he's from highwaytoretirement.net. 
and um, put in some different uh, websites. And then under the international section for the U.S., uh, my one of my articles, um, Four Steps to to Five Part One: Annihilate Your Debt, was featured there. So that was really cool to see. Um, it was pretty awesome to be included with other bloggers from different countries, all kind of in one place. So um, a really cool week for me to get some of my content shared out there, and I really appreciate the love. So for the first segment uh, of this episode, um, as I mentioned, I wanted to jump into one of those pieces um, I mentioned and uh, talking about why lowering your expenses really sets you up long term for financial success. So it sounds kind of obvious, um, pretty straightforward, but what I tried to do is outline some more concrete examples of how much of a difference it makes if you're able to really reduce your expenses down um, and free up some cash for savings. Um, so I won't go into all the details of the article. You can definitely check that out on the website, but I did want to highlight a few of the, the pieces that I included in that piece. So um, first and foremost, just establishing those good habits really sets up um, that muscle memory moving forward for your future. So what what I focused on is less the tactical, here are some ways to save money. Um, I have addressed those items in other pieces. This was really more kind of mindset related. So um, getting yourself to a place where you've got that mentality of living on um, a modest budget and uh, not necessarily having to be super frugal. I've mentioned before that I'm not a super frugal person, but really prioritizing what your expenses are and then really those to your long-term goals. Um, this was kind of looked at through the lens of the 4% rule. So um, I give some insight into the you know, kind of the calculations and how you figure that out. But the idea is basically that if you, you know, you need to calculate how much money you need long-term to live off. If you're pulling 4% um, annually, you can basically keep that money um, rolling forward without really depleting it. So you basically take your annual estimated expenses and um, either divide it by 4% or multiply it by 25. And that gives you a nice round number. Um, so like, for example, um, if your annual expenses are $40,000, um, I think it's like 1.2 million is what you would basically need to have saved up in order to just keep pulling 4% every year off that and um, living off that indefinitely. So using that general rule to work backwards and calculate what you need to save on a monthly and then annual basis in order to achieve that end number. Um, so lowering your expenses really helps you hit that in two different ways. Um, one, lowering your expenses increases your cash flow. More cash means more to save. Uh, the other part is having lower expenses means that target number is also smaller. Um, so it's, it's easier to get there to begin with because you're not having to hit 1.2 million, maybe it's only 900,000. Still a large number, but you know that 300,000 less is going to get you there more quickly. Um, so I walked through some of those examples um, and kind of compared, you know, two different people um, with the same income, same age. If they were starting from zero, um, one guy having um, four thousand dollars of expenses every month versus the next guy having three thousand dollars of expenses per month. If they were to start saving toward their goal, uh, it would take the guy with four thousand in expenses thirty-nine years to get there, whereas the guy with three thousand in expenses only twenty-one years. So it makes a huge difference. Um, you know, a thousand dollars a month is a good chunk of change to cut back, but it makes a significant impact on hitting that goal long term. So, um, you know, it was just an example. You can play with the numbers and you know, kind of run your own scenarios. 
Um, it wasn't meant to give, you know, a real hard guideline. It was just kind of showing that example of how much of a difference it makes and how important it is to get your expenses into a place where you're able to save and hit that goal in a reasonable amount of time, which ultimately gives you options moving forward. Um, and those options, you know, you can do whatever you want, whether that's retire early. A lot of people are focused on that. Um, some people are more from the school of slow fi. They want to still work, but maybe work part time or have a semi retirement. Um, so, you know, getting yourself to a position where you're financially able to do that, um, you're going to get there quicker with lower expenses. Um, so, run your own numbers, educate yourself learn. It really is an exercise that's worth taking some time to dig into and figure out. So the next article I wanted to talk through um, is why am I pursuing financial independence? Uh, everybody's got a reason, um, you know, what's driving them, what's motivating them. Um, some people, it's a real clear kind of epiphany that they hit at some point. Um, other people, they kind of gradually get there. Um, I feel like I'm kind of a combination of those two, um, kind of a gradual epiphany, if that makes sense. Um, but I wanted to walk through some of the different driving forces behind why I'm pursuing this and what's motivating me. So, um, first of all, having two kids. Um, so anyone who's a parent, you know how important it is to uh, not only teach your kids, um, kind of short term, give them the information they need, the support they need, both financially, emotionally, et cetera. Um, but also setting them up long term to have that financial support and to have those financial lessons. Um, so I really realized that I hadn't been setting a great example for my kids, and it all kind of clicked for me from that perspective. And that's definitely one of the areas that's strongly motivating me towards financial independence. Um, in addition to that, looking at my own personal lifestyle. Um, so I've had different kind of dream scenarios, things that I would love to do in life. Um, you know, travel is one of those. Owning a lake house is another one. Uh, that particular one, owning a lake house, is something I've always, in the back of my head, dreamed about, but I've never seriously thought that it was something that was possible. It's one of those like, oh, yeah, that'd be great, but I'm never going to afford a lake house. I'm never going to have the money to do that. Um, and I think just kind of throwing that that decisive barrier out there, saying this is never going to happen. Uh, is something I didn't need to do. This is, it's definitely something I could pursue if it was important to me. So kind of having those, um, you know, dreams and then embracing those and not giving up on them. Cause that's something I could, I could share with my family, with my kids again. So, um, so that's an area there that I think long-term, I would love to put myself in a position where I could afford to do something like that. I also um, have hit this point in my life where, um, you know, the name of this show, uh, the name of the, the website, Fi After 40, uh, turning 40 years old was kind of this wake up call for me. Um, you know, midlife crisis, whatever you want to call it, uh, went through a lot of life changes in the last couple of years. And clearly those changes have triggered a lot of self-reflection. Um, I've written about that in a couple of different pieces. Um, so just kind of hitting that point in my life where all of a sudden retirement isn't that far away. Um, you know, I need to actually get on with my life and, and make sure that I'm setting myself up for a good future um, and a good present and, and kind of embracing the good things in life and not just puttering through and letting life happen to me. So um, that's a piece that's been a real trigger for me as well. 
seeing my parents retire a couple of years ago is an area that, you know, that was a wake up call for me because, you know, seeing that happen with them, all of a sudden it's like, wow, um, that's not that far off for me. You know, the next 15, 20 years, I'll be there too. So, um, hopefully sooner. Um, but seeing them and, and kind of what they've been dealing with financially and how they've managed that, um, those challenges that they've faced, it's it makes it more concrete. It makes it like a real thing, seeing someone else that you're close to go through it. So all of a sudden, having retirement in my face like that is was also a trigger for me to you know make some changes and start pursuing a situation where I have that financial independence. Ultimately, I think the, the at the core of all these things, it's really finding the best version of me. Um, you know, I have lived a life where I've done a good job, you know, professionally, I've, I've achieved some things, I, I've have a, had a family, um, bought a house, I kind of hit some of those check marks that I thought would make me happy. And, and I have gotten happiness from a lot of those areas. But I haven't been the best version of me. And I know that that's out there. So I think this is a positive direction to go in. Um, it's a very supportive community that I've been, um, you know, engaged with and ultimately, um, kind of facing, um, my failures and the, my missteps and things that I've, um, maybe stumbled over in the past. Now I'm taking, um, accountability for that and deciding to, um, make better decisions going forward. So those are a couple of the articles that I've posted recently on fireafter40.com. Um, if you go over to the website, they're both up there under recent posts. Um, so definitely check those out and, um, you know, comment, give me feedback, whatever, um, whatever you feel like doing with that. It's always helpful for me to hear back from people. Um, you can also, also subscribe um, through email uh, for updates whenever new posts go on. So uh, definitely take a second to do that as well. So uh, what I wanted to jump over and spend some time discussing as well is reflecting on the first month of me um, having this website, doing this podcast, blogging, being involved in social media, um, kind of what's happened in the last 30 days for me and kind of what initially triggered me to do this um, and then what I guess I'm looking to do moving forward. Um, so I guess I would say first off, I'm just glad that I started this. It's something that I've been thinking about and considering for, for really for years um, at different points in my life. I never really knew what I would focus on. I have a lot of different interests in life, um, you know, sports, food, travel. There's a lot of things that I, I could talk about, um, but it, n nothing ever really felt like the right choice uh, for a topic. Um, so, you know, getting into this state of mind where financial independence is a real focus for me, it all just kind of came together and made sense. Um, I feel like this is an area where because everyone has their own story and is at a different point on their path, uh, you don't necessarily need to have reached financial independence to have the authority to talk about this because, you know, people are at all different points on that. So um, I felt like I had a story to tell. Um, I had things that I could talk about and write about and share and that people might want to hear that. So I just started doing it. And I'm really glad that I did. Um, I've learned a lot um, across the board with all different kinds of things um, from, you know, layout and formatting and page design. I'd never used WordPress before. So going in and tinkering with that has been a really fun experience. 
Um, it's something that I really enjoy. Um, I can get to be a little bit of a perfectionist where I feel like I'm always kind of changing something um, every day. Practically, I feel like I can go in there and, you know, add a different button or move something around or mess with the colors or the fonts. And I, I really like doing that. It's been one of the fun things um, from this experience. I know there are probably some people out there who blog or do podcasts who, who don't like that at all. That's not their wheelhouse. Um, but I've enjoyed, um, I've enjoyed the, the layout, the formatting, some of that stuff. Um, I've also enjoyed reconnecting with people in social media. Uh, there's a huge element of that. You know, you can, you can write all you want and post it. Um, and unless you've got really well-defined SEO criteria and you figured all that out, which, which I haven't gotten there yet, I'm still messing with that. Um, people may never find that content. So you do have to get out there and, and promote it. And um, that's something that I, I'd never done that before. I mean, I've, I've been on Facebook and Twitter and um, Instagram in the past just personally, but it's been to a pretty low degree. I'm not somebody who's super focused on social media. Um, I'll post a picture of my kids every so often, and that's about it. Uh, but this is something where I'm on there every day and figuring out, okay, how do I format something to put on Facebook? How do I format something to go on Instagram or Twitter? They're, they're all different like screen sizes and image quality and, and what do you write and hashtags. So I've learned a lot about some of those basics. Um, and it's really cool that there's so many resources out there. Um, whether there are other blogs or other podcasts that talk about how to do this. Um, so I've, I've just learned a lot with how to grow on social media and I'm still learning. Um, I'm still learning how to promote and what's the right balance. Um, but it's been a really fun part of this as well. Um, this kind of process has also brought me back to some of my roots, um, from college I was a communications major in college, so I was really involved with writing for the school newspaper. Um, I was really involved at the college radio station. I did all kinds of radio shows, um, and so it, it's kind of cool to get back into that, um, you know, part of my life that I haven't touched on in in a long time. I graduated college in '99, so it's been a while since I've been, you know, recording audio and uh, editing audio or writing articles. But it's stuff that kind of I think, you know, I'm shaking off the rust. I, I'm kind of getting back into my groove with some of that. And it's um, it's been really enjoyable. It's been really rewarding to, um, to kind of put my thoughts down on paper, get my thoughts out in these podcasts. And I hope that people have enjoyed it. I've gotten some pretty good feedback. So it's definitely driving me to continue this and move forward and really grow and expand um, both the website and the podcast. So I'm really excited about that moving forward. And I guess I would say that probably the biggest part of this um, that I wasn't expecting was how supportive and engaging the FI community would be. It's been crazy how many people have reached out through social media or commented on posts or, you know, I had someone who contacted me and wants me to be on one of their podcasts. Um, and, you know, it, it, people have shared articles, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, and all of a sudden I'll have a day when, you know, a ton of people have read an article and it really spikes up the page views and like, that's cool stuff to see. Um, but it's most, uh, I think, rewarding knowing that there's people that are learning something or inspired in some way by what I have to say. So um, again, I think that um, really is driving a lot of my desire to keep doing this moving forward and keep connecting with people, 
um, with the community and kind of growing and, and sharing. And um, I don't know, I guess it sounds maybe a little cheesy, but truth, tr- uh, truthfully, it's something that um, has been a really um, special part of the, just the first 30 days. So I'm excited to see uh, how that continues moving forward. So that's a little insight into how the podcast and the website have been going so far and kind of my goals moving forward. Um, as far as the podcast goes, I'm trying to do this weekly. And uh, I think my goal would be to get an episode out each Thursday morning. Um, I'd love to have a, a routine where it's a predictable day that it's going to come out. So uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, that's what I'm shooting for is Thursday mornings to get each episode out uh, every week. Um, I mentioned in the intro, I'm sharing other people's stories. So I am starting to work on reaching out to people to get them on the podcast as well. I would love to hear from others. Uh, so it's not just me sitting here rambling about my story. Um, so if you are interested in being a guest on the podcast, definitely reach out to me. We can talk about... Um, Um, what your story is, what topics you'd want to talk about. Um, I want to get more insight from other people at different points on their path to financial independence. So reach out to me. Uh, As I mentioned, you can get me on social media uh, at FiAfter40 on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, You can also email me, FiAfter40 at gmail.com. You can also read more on the website. um, And then there's a a tab in there um, called Collaborate. Um, You can submit some information through there. um, If you're interested in either doing a guest post on the um, website or participating in a podcast. So reach out to me through FiAfter40.com. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks for listening to FiAfter40. To read more about my story, be sure to follow me at FiAfter40 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also subscribe to receive updates whenever new content goes up at FiAfter40.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review. It makes a big difference. Thanks for listening.